You wanna make money on MMA? Let be. You wanna know who to put it in your parlay? Let be. You wanna know a DraftKings stay away? Let be. So, who has the Leslie Smith underdog pick? Who was the Mexican dude and the lesbian chick? Everybody say you mean, let's vote when the bean. Who's that out there living they dream? Let's vote when the bean. Who's that still smoking all the green? Let's vote and the bean. Come on, y'all, let me hear you scream. Let's vote and the bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 100. We 100. Made it. Burr, burr, burr. Finally made it to the promised land. What? A journey we've had if you're watching us on YouTube or just still following us on whatever podcast subscriber you subscribe to hit a like and a follow but good things are coming we told you here it is how do you feel so you know at YouTube we are gonna be working at attaching the audio because we have better equipment now but we don't know if it's gonna be possible on that format but we are gonna try to rip it so if you get raw audio on YouTube we apologize ahead of time but we are still working on it but it might be worth it for you because we are dressed up today for our YouTube audience for uh, 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 the 100th episode 100. get in there does this Make you feel more legitimate. Do you remember Lab B1, Lesbo and the Bean, episode one? Does this feel different now at 100? Remind me, was that on what platform Bumpers. was that? Bumpers. .fm. Bumpers was dope for a, a bit. Embarrassing. A little free. Hey, you got to get your feet under you somehow. And now we're here. Look at where I'm at. My, look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. Now my wife today was like, let me iron your shirt for the 100th episode. And I'm like, you got to give me something for 200. You gotta give me something to for the fans out, to look. Out. We're getting better. Yeah, I, know. I busted out my good flips, but hey, that's uh, as far as we're going this time. <laughs> I know, get a little I kick, my... little sneak peek. Yeah, how do you like the new studio? <laughs> a little sneak peek. It feels in nice in here, better than the old poster of yesteryear. I feel like if you are a listener and you haven't checked us out on YouTube, maybe you could go look. Either way, you're still gonna get our opinions, what we think's going we on. Look we have almost just like Howard and Robin. Almost. Just Pretty close. Same races and everything going on. Same thing. UFC, MMA. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. There's been a ton of news. We have fights right down the pipeline. Finally next weekend, you get to back to heavy duty fighting. We have a hell of a card does coming up. Does it feel up. weird to have your own mic back? It does feel a little bit interesting to have it just set it's more responsibility it is it is it is i feel like i'm moving towards it but against it i have to get into the zone and give it a little chin music yeah there is luckily <laughs> once we get going in our <laughs> MMA <nasty>. talk, <laughs> doing some of our mma talk i feel like i'll tend to loosen up and not worry about so much what we look here at lab b knees all up in the photo shoot getting it knee up in here they could be worse knees I know, I need this tie out of my way like I'm playing pool. I feel like I'm my playing. My buttons keep showing I need as to well. tuck it in like a doctor. I didn't know I had such a fat neck. That's one of my favorite things that Joey Diaz says. Um, living life like a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel with this flipped over my neck. Okay, go on. Sorry, MMA. MMA. Again, the fight card coming up next weekend. But before that, so Wednesday, we're going to come with a heavy and hot breakdown. Bunch of fun fights on the way. But... Along the way, we did have one FC. A lot of European scenes, there was a lot of gruesome, twosome, our sorts of musome 
fingers popping out of joints, elbows popping out of sockets, legs being broken. It was a heavy duty underground fight night cards and Victa ended up airing as well. Actually, I know my I know Lesbo watched some Invicta fights. Woo! Yeah. Evolving here on the show used to be just, just a UFC, UFC snob. And I watched Bellator and Invicta in the last two weeks. Wow. And Bellator, wow, what an opportunity lost in this weekend of perfect timing. Next weekend, you're competing on a Saturday night with the UFC for free. You're just bad timing, guys. Bad, bad timing. You could have planned that to this weekend and had all of the viewers because I was ready to watch that fight. A lot more eyes. That's the thing they're not taking into account. Everyone's like, Bellator had a really good week with their last fight card. Yeah, because UFC didn't have a fight card. Yep. That exactly. It's a big it's a account to the number that they're not bringing in. Uh, have you seen um, on Fortnite, if you guys don't play, um, you can... I don't play as much on either of the games, but the Bean plays PUBG, which is kind PUBG of a Fortnite... Mobile. PUBG Mobile, so you can follow them on there. Where can you find them if they want to arm Lil Bean, L-I-L hyphen Bean. Lil Bean. So if you're a fan and you feel like playing PUBG Mobile with the Bean, um, he's on there. Get on it. I'll wreck Uh, your Fortnite, which is kind of a similar version of that, they have a new emote that's out for their players, and I want to show it to you right now because a lot of, well... I'll let you see, and you can tell me who you it reminds you of. I don't know why this is such a <laughs> poor download. Um, that's their new Conor player. McGregor's. Yeah, look at it on the Fortnite dance move. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's unreal! Is Demetrius Johnson and Max Holloway just like, damn it? Because they play me? this Are like you... they play this regularly. Well, what would Max Holloway or? Uh, Mighty Mouse. Uh, you could have a Mighty Mouse move because he does that. He goes down to his knee and does yeah, the, he does the like, power move. He punches the the canvas. like Power Rangers also yeah, yeah, straight yeah. up shot. Why is it Mighty Mouse a Power Ranger legitly? He was on Ninja Warrior for a while. But if they're doing a remake of P- Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Mighty Mouse is perfect. Perfect build. He already has. I think he's a little too small. He is. His head ain't gonna fit in that helmet. That is true. That is true. To be told, they <laughs> just have just to paint him up. You would just paint the yeah. helmet on his head. <laughs> they have to just paint him up. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Mighty Mouse. Oh. But with uh, fun stuff that did end up going on in the MMA world, how did you feel about Elias Thuradoa coming back without his vest? Second time in Invicta. Better. And I also think it shows how evolved this sport is that it really made little kerfluffle. Like, we've moved on. The first time was a big deal, and now it's normal. Yep. And I can't wait for the UFC for this to happen because guess what, Invicta? Part of the UFC. UFC had to okay this the entire time. And UFC fighter. Interesting. Good for... Thuradoa, I do like Elias. He used to look a little pudge to me. A little pudge city. He used to be all in his legs. And he's really started to work out really? and look trimmer. I always thought he had a great body. No way. Look at him in some of his earlier fights where, of course, he was getting in better shape. Even in the tough house. I thought he looked I don't great. know why I always thought he looked a little soft. Me either. Now, definitely filling in. <laughs> Other fighters that have been in the news lately. Colby Covington. Off oh the hot my. of everyone's tongue. He's making claims and uh, saying that he had a foursome with four people. 
And specifically on the Twitterverse, we had that porn star come out specifically and say, it was not with me, Cholo. You didn't with me, but... Making it up. Surprise, surprise. We have a guy making up that he had sexual endeavors that he never did to look big in front of other guys. Weird. Never heard that happen before. That's never happened before. Ever. How do you feel about that entire situation? All I can think when I think of the Colby Covington issue right now is the Joe Rogan with it. And how did you see Joe Rogan replied? He did reply. No, yeah, please do me well, in. He didn't really say So anything. what even happened? Break it he down said, for the fans. I was just saying you could get hurt if you talk shit. Or I think we did. Didn't we talk about Colby Covington? Colby saying that uh, on air? We've talked about that. I think that's come out since our last show. I feel like we might have said it on we air. Maybe really not. Um, real quick, if you haven't heard, uh, Joe Rogan was talking about how Colby and John Jones used to be college roommates. Now they're not anymore. Colby Covington was talking shit about John Jones, and Joe Rogan said, Hey, buddy, be careful talking shit about a guy who could kill you. Yep. Like, that's it. And he needs to be careful about because John Jones would just slap him in the face or something of that nature. And so Colby Covington says, well, Joe Rogan, you need to be careful about who you talk shit about because I could just slap you in the face. Yep. At first I was like, F you, Colby Covington. But the more I've thought about it, it really makes me laugh. And who ever talks shit about Joe Rogan? (laughs) It's a win-win for Colby. Love him or hate him because he's being the heel. This just creates more talk about him again. Lesbo and the Bean here talking about Colby regularly because it is a fun, hot topic. And... The healness is going into transcendent levels. And it's being noticed, for better or worse, he's getting paid, though. How do you feel about, in general, the the level of healness he's getting to? Because it's cringeworthy a thousand right now. I, the one thing I'm glad about is he nobody else is doing it like him. So as long as it's an original character that I oh. haven't seen before, it's like... Until the Undertaker's there, you don't realize if somebody told you, like, okay, we have this idea for a character. <laughs> We're going to have him come in, and he's going to pretend he's an Undertaker, and there's going to be another character who is his manager that you're not even going to get until you're older, but the guy's name, Paul Bearer. <laughs> <laughs> How long? Rise it's from like, your grave. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> and then later you're like, this is a great character. How can we capitalize on this and bring in another character that uh, Colby is a totally separate character that if you would have told me ahead of time, like, this guy that really takes himself seriously, like nerd bashing, like I'm gonna hit a cup of water. That's totally you can tell it's staged. You know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the whole thing. So it's, it's so cheesy. The whole thing is so cheesy. If somebody would have told you, but because nobody else is doing it, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Agreed. I'm on board. And do I hope you beat Rafael? Yes, because if you don't, then the show's over. Agreed, a hundred percent. And I do want him to win that fight, but that's a hell of a fight. That is not easy. By any means whatsoever. I need to rewatch all Colby's fights without thinking about it being him. I need to rewatch all his fights with a non bias to think because he's legitimately skilled. Everybody that's like, well, Dos Anjos put on a showing against Robbie Lawler. That that's insane. I don't put Robbie Lawler on that pedestal anymore. I never got to see the Robbie Lawler of yesteryear that everyone. I know was an animal. I can watch old fights, but yep. actually sitting watching it live. So for Dos Anjos to put on a show like that is like if he would have come out and did it to Cowboy. It would have the exact same emotions about it. Like, did you do it to a horse that should have been out into the pasture? Right. And so Colby, he's young, AF, at a great camp. I don't know. Agreed. I don't know. He's not really strong, doesn't have knockout power. 
Also good calls. I know. We'll be breaking down that fight when we get there. <laughs> but I like his character. That was the question. The the character you like in the heel miss, for sure. And Joe. Making somebody calling out Joe. I like holding I Joe really accountable. Like well. And and what is Joe gonna do when Colby comes up to him in the UFC and he can't look over at young Jamie for backup? <laughs> hey, can you, hey, hey, Jamie, show me show the statistics. Yeah, Jamie, my, can you bring up Colby degree. Covington's picture of him uh, with the Brazilians? Oh, uh, my degree. You're questioning my degree. That's not in nuclear physics. It's, I don't know how. So Somebody put Colby Covington in a single-handedly ruining MMA for me. How can anyone... Per- how about you just don't look at Colby or Covington? Or you just want him to lose against Dos Anjos. How yeah. about that? You yes. just want You're him like, to I, lose. I can't wait. Every punch is going to mean that much more. Exactly. Who is that fan? You need to get uh. reprimanded, whoever that was. <laughs> wow. So there's been a ton of other fights that have gone on that are peripheral of the UFC. We had Ian McCall actually fighting over the weekend versus Koji oh, Horaguchi being a top contender. That uh, did make it to the fight card in Japan. Did end up going a full nine seconds. Ian wow. McCall ate a straight left by Horaguchi. Sat right down. I would have to say, though, that was an early stoppage. It was definitely an early stoppage. The ref jumped in there. Ian McCall was spinning around to get a leg, single leg. It was a knockdown for sure, but it was a jab, essentially, like a step in quick jab. It was good timing by Horaguchi, but Ian McCall, again, unfortunately, a fort shell of himself. And Horaguchi gets paid big bucks to have another UFC fighter under his belt on the notch. I feel like we kind of predicted it because yeah, yeah. Uh, we were, and I think the betting lines were also heavily favored oh, really? for Horaguchi as well. Uh, Horaguchi was actually one of the guys, both guys. I was sad to see when they left the UFC. Yeah, um, agreed. There was going to be something I said about that, but there I was, don't really remember. There was great Gabriel Gonzaga also fought versus Russian. Um, what's his face? A Russian fighter, but either way, he ended up losing decisively via TKO, standing TKO in the heavyweight division. Again, Gonzaga on his way out of the UFC. We are seeing, though, is it that these fighters are completely shot now that they're out of the UFC, or is it that the other caliber of fighters are stepping up? Because they're almost automatically getting a shot next in the UFC if they have a couple UFC guys they've beaten in the lower rankings in my opinion everybody's getting better everybody everywhere is getting better there is guys that are fighting in some local circuit right now that are 4-0 that will be 12-0 very soon when we're watching them so I, there's guys that are on their undefeated streaks that we'll see them still on an undefeated it'll just be bigger and the competitor who actually beat Gabriel Gonzaga was Alan Alexander Emelianenko, younger brother or mm. older brother of Fedor. Oh, okay. Who just got out of jail. I think he did three or four years for rape. So, interesting whether he's going to get picked up by the UFC. Because he, he with there's been other fighters that have had domestic dispute issues that have immediately been kicked out of the roster. So, somebody who's a convicted sex offender. If, if the UFC won't touch him, maybe the um, NFL will pick him up. 
Did you actually see that rugby player the NFL picked up that's like 6'8 yeah. and moves like the wind? I think uh, Brendan Schaub actually made... Gorgeous feet. Oh my gosh, that guy's Woo! enormous. Huge 6'8. He looks like he should marry the Khaleesi. But his legs get going. Like he moves, that boy moves. Move, move. So did you see that Montano uh, re pretty much said sorry. First, this is what I have an issue Against with. Valentina Shevchenko is what you're telling me? Apologize to Ariel oh. for saying ugly things. And no, I did um, not. Please fill me in. She, I could probably read her tweet if I felt like yeah, she deserved yeah, yeah, me looking it up. But We've I, done enough this episode. Yeah, We've yeah. done enough. I'm all news lady now. <laughs> um, but uh, apparently she was like, I'm sorry. She started her apology by like, this surgery has really had me on, you know, I, I think she had her tonsils and adenoids out. I got that shit when I was 22 taken out. I, I was eating chips and fucking... Mixing some syrup. Maybe I was like 15 when I got mine out. But they say they hurt when you're an adult. I was good. I was good. I think for a kid, it's like eight days to 10 days to get better. And for an adult, 14 to 22. So I read the night before, because I'm a genius, all these threads about tonsils when you're in your 20s and stuff. And people were like, people thought I was fine and crying because I was happy. I was crying because it hurt so bad. I had a stitch come out like three nights later. I was bleeding in my sleep and woke up with like blood all over the place. And the doctor was like, you should have gone to the emergency room. I was like, oh, it eventually stopped. It got a little thick back there. And he yelled at me, go to the doctor, guys. Go to the doctor. Yeah, you should. That seems gross. <laughs> blood tastes like pennies. Yeah, it was. I definitely woke up with a mouthful of cortisone and was like, whoa. And you could see it just shooting. Like if I opened my mouth, you could see just... Like snake venom. Yeah, it was crazy. But or you're a you live and you learn, and then you get a beautiful golden voice, like you have in your presence right uh, now. The beans voice. That could where it's be it. From. That could be it. <laughs> I'm glad. There's things like your appendix and your tonsils. There's things that your body, your gallbladder. Did I hear but, that your appendix is actually useful? I don't know. I'm sure it's. And they found an extra organ underneath underneath your. Skin. Lungs, no, lungs? No, under your skin. Skin or lungs? It's under okay. your skin. It's actually the body's biggest organ, and it's the waterway for your entire body is what they think. Interesting. You learn something new every day. You learn something well, new every day. Well, speaking of organs and learning something new every day, um, I was hearing a story about a guy, a soldier, who um, an IUD or something blew off his legs and his dick and balls, and they actually did a dick and ball transplant, I fully working it. dick and balls. And which is amazing and yes. great if you can do that because there's a lot of soldiers. There's like crazy statistics. People in general. People in general. Um, but I just think a farming accident. Yeah. You're trying to have sex with a like machine. And <laughs> they're making it so you can't have kids with said balls because it'd be somebody else's. Because it'd be sperm. zombie sperm, right? Yeah, yeah, something dead person sperm. But would but you feel weird? Would you rather have somebody else's dick in your hand, or the no dick at all? Does he still have hands? And like you know how like if you go to locks or of love, how your hair has to be a certain length before you can donate it. Ooh, I like it. Does it have to match the same skin tone, or can be a different skin tone? Like, can you have a different cup? Because you know where I'm going with it. <laughs> oh, you know where I'm going, yeah. girl. You know, give me a good twelve inches. I'm gonna be a brand new porn star. Yeah, you're gonna be like. Yeah, it's a little darker. It's a little... I got a blue. I got a tan. I'm going to start fake tanning. BBD? Yep. You're going with a BBD? I'm going to go with a big old BBD. So, But I'm going to have to start to get that big old fake tan. Oh, or that Maury chick where she gets the shots and looks black. Boom. 
I'm just gonna get those shots. So here's another. Do you think it'll be like trans people, transgendered? Once they can do that, I wonder if it's possible to do that. Well, I don't know. Transracial people. You it mean? took like 14 hours for the surgery and tons of doctors. They had yeah, to attach all these them. veins, all these things, and I'm all for it. And I absolutely love that this technology is out there. But at the same time, I have my reservations because the movie Idiocracy is turning from a satirical movie into real life prophecy. And this is why. Because a guy on a jet ski is going to rack his nuts on a fence, rip him off. They're going to attach it where the brainiac is going to get cancer and not have kids. Or what about if you just have a little dick? Would you just... Do it on purpose? Yeah. Go ruin your dick on purpose? Because yeah. you're like the odds you are you'll get a better dick. through a lion's cage. Ah! That would be the way you'd go. Oh! Oh! No, thank you. I would, no way. Or, um, I could just live with it. Run around swans naked. Swans take your dick off. I, think. I don't think they take it off. I think they would just paint it up. They would just. Tuck, oh, they would just scrape it up. What would be the. Um, what about those. Uh, keel, those dragons? None of it. I don't think any monsters. of it. I don't recommend it. I think you should be okay with it. And there's many ways. So dick transplant, not to get off. <laughs> to figure it not out. Not to get off topic. I think we were talking about Montano apologizing to Ariel Hawani. <laughs> I don't even know how it you got there. You know how I get when I talk about Valentino. I don't even. Yeah, I don't even know how it got there. <laughs> oh, so, oh my goodness. Apology by Montano. It was uh, definitely speaking good for of her. Colby Covington, a dick transplant. Just <laughs> <laughs> He needs one put in his mouth. Just shut up. No. Um, other fights that went on with all of the brutal <clears throat> people getting finished. Did, did we talk about the elbow dislocations and fingers coming out already? On that was your very. Bit? That's what yeah, you opened up with. Things. I have the video. I don't even feel like I need to show you because it was pretty brutskies. But grabbing the fence, the young man that grabbed the fence and his elbow popped out. Interesting how that's an infraction, but it also didn't benefit him as well. The fight's automatically called off. Is it a disqual? I don't know whether it was called a disqualification or a... Win. Win for the other guy, TKO. Because he actually ran over and kicked him right in the face. Oh, shit. <laughs> as his elbow was out of its socket. It was pretty brutal. It was definitely a fun time. Other UFC stuff coming down the pipeline that we want to get into or have heard of. UFC rumors. <clears throat> Is there any you have off the top of your head? Uh, I feel like Luke Rockhold, he really wants that Bisping fight. I think it's silly. Of, uh, Rockhold, in my opinion, that's really one of his only fights, in my opinion, that he has left. Because calling out Alexander Gustafsson is insanity. I do not think Luke Rockhold can win that fight. I think he has a better chance against Michael Bisping. Totally agree. What's going on? New studio. <laughs> there. There. Okay. So, I don't know. I don't know. What else did we have to talk about? Dana White Contender Series. We haven't been talking about that other than the dick anniversary of Daniel Cormier talking about BBDs. So, there's been undefeated season few fighters coming off the violent bob ross has been making a name for himself all over twitter did you happen to catch his decision fight two rounder in the tough house that's what the lows that i have stuck to i'm watching the tough house 
probably no, one of the I last seasons. No, I haven't seen any of it, but I guess I probably should. It seems interesting with Steve DC is Steve Yeah. What I don't like about the fifth curtain or fourth curtain being pulled back a little bit is that I know DC and Stipe are already done. I know these fighters are already back home doing interviews. I know that the show is already X amount of seasons. That live season, even though I was in the military, it was hard for me to watch that full time. It was one of the best seasons of all being live. Like if you could just do it maybe two weeks where you're doing two nights out of the week, you're having fights and really breaking it down fast. And only have a four-week season. That would be dope as hell. Put that shit on Netflix. Make it hotter, faster, tighter. Right. And real life-ish. Of course, everyone gets a contract afterwards. A little different gym. So you're following them around. Maybe at their home gym. And then they meet up somewhere. Like more real fight. Or you think house still. Do you think think it needs the soap of the house? I don't know. How do I? I they're not I even would, profiling the house as much as they used to. Would you be so much more into it out. if it showed them, like in their real life, going to work their forty-hour uh, work week, going to the gym and live. fitting it that's in? That's if they all live in Vegas. But why do they have to live in Vegas? Oh, they could send camera crews out to all these guys. They don't have enough of those camera crews, do they? Yeah, I mean, hold on. Don't you think with all those shows like uh, Real Housewives and all those boo honky shows, they you everyone can have a camera. They don't need a camera crew necessarily if they have to sit down with it and just do little recordings, family meals, like here's me going to work. I think the compelling story they in my done some of that before. Yeah, a little bit of background. Yeah. I think some of that matters a little bit, but I think uh for overall we don't get to see the home side of the fighters. Right. I could see that. Some of them don't have interesting lives. They're, they, <laughs> but then those people you just cut up different and show more fight footage or something. Right, right, right. Give them a different avenue to, to be able to show what they got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, Oi fan question. Just throwing it in. All right, let's hear it. Fan question. I love it. I love it. We have another. What is your one. favorite UFC fighter right now and why? You can break it up however you feel like it, personality wise, MMA record, interviews, trash talking skills, his slash her face, whatever you want to do. Who's your favorite right now? Oh, I have. It's such a wide question. It's such a hard question. It's so. It's so open easy guy. for us to say. Like for me personally, it's so easy for me to say Valentina Shevchenko. I agree, but I don't even want to go there. And well, Kamara Usman, obviously. In my opinion, Valentina's my favorite because she represents this zen lifestyle of a martial artist and my romantic idea of what I always pictured a martial artist would be. Like, you would travel and you would experience life and you would train in nature. And that's how I pictured. I don't know it. why. I've always really loved Kevin Gastelum's style other than the 170 talk. I love Kelvin right now. Right? He's so cute. I was watching him on with Bisping and how funny they were together. He's legit. I think like, he has I a good face, good personality. Good fighting style. He just lost to Weidman on the ground, which is legitimate. He's People forget how good he is because Rock He has a good fight coming up. Weidman? Yeah. Or, or Gastelum. Gastelum. Versus- Souza. Ronaldo yeah. Souza. That's a fucking scary I feel like fight. Kelvin could be a sly little underdog in that. I agree with you, but that is a tough thing. We just saw what a good ground game does to Kelvin on the ground. Souza has that ability. It's getting it there. 
the entries are different. Um, I feel like the only question different. you really have to ask at this point if somebody's going in the ring with Kelvin is, are they chinny? Because Kelvin will find the shot. And because he has such good takedown defense, mm-hmm. oh, I think Kelvin might be the underdog in that fight. I would agree with that. I think that he might, might be. be a sh- you heard it here first. Quick little place. There is actually my like bets already out. You know who else is awesome? Uh-huh. Max Holloway. I really love everything about Max right now. I think he's doing it all right. I, I even agree. think he's from he's the right there. place. I would agree with that. Anything he's doing right now... I mean, his son even has a cult following. He's doing it so well right now. His son, Little Mini Blessed, is legit, has his own Instagram with X amount of thousands of followers. And I hate to say it, but I would say, and not even at all one of my favorites, but I think another question is who is getting the most UFC shine right now? The most, when you, publicity? And I would say it's Colby. I would say for the past few since since the bus incident, right? Colby has been in more places, taking over more the airwaves. He's been ready to move on. Yeah, and I don't even think the UFC's promoting Colby. I just think Colby's getting. If you turn on, if you read Bloody Elbow or MMA News or any of these things, it's always something Colby's doing or saying. He's doing the best job of self promotion, I should say, right now. Even whether you like or not, I agree. I think it's a hundred percent true. Uh, the fight coming up, there is already bets for the Rio de Janeiro, Pennington versus um, Amanda Nunes, which is a pay-per-view. 224 is going to be the 12th. Are this you excited to break that down Wednesday? I am so excited. There's some hot motherfucking takes. Betting lines are already out. I have already put a couple bets out. Do we want to wait to get into the breakdown? The lines have already been moving nonstop. They're going to keep going up. And I wouldn't down mind a couple quick picks. I would just quick. We can get into them more, and they might even change before the show. But just like pick one or two fights. Davey and... Ramos versus Nick Hine. I just see an underdog city play right there. What with Hine? With Ramos. Ramos is the oh, underdog. Oh, Ramos right there. is yeah. the underdog. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. That's what. That's a real hot take. I'm not going to be going heavy, and I might back off that because I do need to finish hmm. my last bit of footage but there's going to be a couple debuters not too too much there are a lot of seasoned fighters in there strickland versus zaleski oh i can't wait for that that's such a fun fight tarzan versus zaleski in brazil another good fight the brazilian bias with the brazilian juice though we always are on top of it's dark in the studio isn't it it got legitimately dark it's a little bit late i think we are gonna wait to get to those further breakdowns maybe we should end up cutting for the quality value for the YouTube <laughs> audience. We're going to still have premium audio quality, though, as we always do here at <laughs> Well, it's getting better, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it's getting better and better. Yeah, I don't know what we want to end it on. If we don't want to get too deep into those, we'll save those for Wednesday. And once the fights start, it is fight week after fight week. And we got good card after good oh, card coming yeah. up. Your we got a good summer coming up. You got some Westworld on tonight, and then we hitting it heavy. I know. I don't know what we should end it on. I could look it up and leave it up to someone. Oh, yeah, we decided not to do We were going to go live today. We didn't have the balls. We were going to go full YouTube live. but It's been tough. If you can't see what we got going on in the studio, it's a midnight out here in Florida. <laughs> but uh, we're trying to get whatever good content out there. And finally, we're going to have something that's more in our vein where we can easily just go over a 13-card bout. Injury bug always around the corner, but... The juice is always flowing, like I'm saying, or 
flowing in okay. Brazil. So. My quick one will go out on this because it is our boy, boom, Brian Kelleher. Boom, boom. How do you feel about his upcoming fight with John Lineker? Oh, that is such a hard fight. I love the call out. I love boom shooting up. He's definitely looking up towards the division. And it is a super hard fight. I feel like he might be biting off a little more than he can chew. Henan Varau is a shell of himself. And it, Lineker doesn't get yeah. tired. So it's a different fight. I do think that especially being in Brazil, I'm going to have to go with the Linskys. But I'm, I, you know I'm a boom fanatic. Just I can't put money on him right here. It's I like hard. Boom in this fight. I actually think he um, looks big for the division, and I always thought John Lineker looks small for any division. Uh, I think Boom is a guy that's going to keep coming forward, which uh, John Lineker usually likes to do, and I do not think John Lineker is going to be liking fighting off his back foot. I think he's going to be backing up the whole time, and that's going to be a different game. The only other person we've seen just – handedly do this to John Lineker is Mighty Mouse. And I think Cejudo did it of recent, right? Right. I think that Boom's going to use the same game plan. So I guess that's a good way to end. Make sure you're liking and subscribing. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you guys. Love you guys. And we are just going to keep trying to get things better and better. So make sure you're following us everywhere at Lesbo and the Bean. Lesbo and the Bean!